Good morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and good morning to those in the world that are not of Christ. I'm sitting here this morning, meditating on the Lord, and I felt in the Spirit to share with you what He shared with me before COVID-19 hit the planet. So, <clears throat> about two, three months before March 2020, um, the Lord, when I went out praying in the Spirit, the Lord showed me how the lockdowns are going to come into place. That I knew in my spirit something big is going to happen. Because I wanted to go to Poland. And the Lord is like, no, you're not going anywhere. Um, not that he's enforcing my will. I could easily go and book a flight. But, you know, when that overwhelming feeling comes over from your father. Son, you're not doing this because of this and because of that. He loves you and he cares about you. you know, And he doesn't want anything bad to happen to you. Um, and that applies to every Christian that belongs to him. Because the ones that don't, he won't talk like that. he just say, get on with it. And he does. So, he showed me what was going to happen. The lockdown was going to come in. Um, the procedures of the lockdown, how the restrictions are going to be implemented. This was all before March 2020, by the way. And I told people this, they didn't listen, and it happened. And why am I bringing this up now, nearly a year and a half on? Well, the reason why is because of what I saw on the TV last night on RT News. It's the only one I watch, RT, Russian television news. Um, they're pretty accurate what they talk about. They are biased because they're Russian. They don't like the West anyway. Um, but they were talking about events that are going on in Europe with, I think it's Hungary or Austria and France, where mandatory vaccines are coming in now for certain parts of the public. So for the unvaccinated, there's restrictions coming in where you can't do this, you can't do that. These are all things the Lord showed me a year and a half ago, right? And people didn't believe me, right? But it's, it's really come into effect. And things are going to get really tough. Really, really tough. So when I was watching this last night, I was just thinking, this is just confirmation of everything. I was just like, I phoned up my friend and I said, do you, you really want to watch this? You know, this is happening. He said, yeah, I know. And I nearly said, you remember me telling you, but it's not about me. I'm not boasting about me. This is all about Jesus. This is what the Lord has shown me and I'm telling you. And this is what the Lord has done from the beginning, from Genesis all the way through to Revelation. He's had men of God, prophets, um, top evangelists out there that have warned people, warned people, warned people, and it's almost like history repeating itself. People just don't listen. I've told a brother who's for 40 years a Christian, he's a Messianic Jew, he's full of so much arrogance and pride. The Lord has pulled me away from him now completely because of his pride. He just doesn't listen, he doesn't accept me as an evangelist because I'm so direct. I've had people tell me, Steve, you're so direct. There's one brother who He's got many, many years of experience. He's in his 70s now. He's taught, He's a Bible teacher. He teaches prophecy and revelation. And he says, Steve, I've met evangelists everywhere, but I've never met an evangelist like you that's so direct, right, and proclaims what Jesus says as his number one part of his ministry. Absolutely. I don't understand that. Every evangelist should be proclaiming everything that Jesus says, but they don't, apparently. So that's the impression I got. But I'm just my the biggest part of my ministry is telling you what Jesus said. And you will do what Jesus tells you to do, or you will go to the lake of fire. Read Matthew 10, 34 to 39. Jesus said, I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. To separate a father from a daughter, from a mother, from a son. You know, and you think, hang on a sec, he's the one that brings families together. No, what he's saying is you put him first before everyone in your family. You put him first before your mum, your dad, your brother, sister, your children, your friends, everything. He is number one. If he's number one, everything else will get better. But if he's number two, he won't bother with you. And he says, person who can't put me first can't be my disciple. Luke 9 verse 23, deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me. Follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me. So, 
as COVID-19 is now starting to increase and, and unvaccinated people are now starting to get segregated, this is what I want to say to you. This is going to get tough for Christians. And you are not to submit to the system. You are not to take the vaccine. I have met a lot of so-called Christians that have, right? Are you really a Christian? Because if you are a Christian, and Christian means you're following Jesus, if you are his and you belong to him, he would have told you not to take it. I knew it straight away when this came into effect. I was a bit worried about it because, you know, it's affecting the world. I got into prayer and the Lord said to me, you've got nothing to worry about. It's not going to affect you. You belong to me. And this is the blood. This is how I can back this up. Not just with Revelation 6, but in the book of Exodus, when the Jews were in the land of bondage for 400 years. They were in the land of bondage for 400 years. What happened before they got taken out of the land of bondage into the promised land? They, before, um, what's it called? Before they got taken out of the land of bondage, the, the angel of death was brought upon the um, is, um, Egypt. And what did they put above their doors to protect every Hebrew child from the angel of death? was the blood of the lamb. And the angel of death went right across. No one got hurt. No one died. Only only Pharaoh and all the Egyptian people's children died. So when you look at that, in context, when you look at that, as a Christian, we're cleansed by the blood of Jesus. We don't get sick. We are protected. You don't need a vaccine. The only reason why you take the vaccine, and this is what the Lord showed me, are people that want to be part of the system. People who want to do everyday things. People who want to go to cinema and go to pubs and restaurants and not to be segregated. Well, you are segregated because you're children of God. You're a separate kingdom. You're a separate people. And if you don't accept that, then I'm sorry, you're not a brother of mine. You're not a sister of mine. You're deceived. You're like the Calvinists. They're deceived as much as the Catholics are. But there are people within them two um, denominations that do love God. And my job is to go in and preach the truth to them. And God will get them out. People like the Mormons, Jehovah's Witnesses, they're not Christians. And I've done podcasts on this, backing this up with tons of scripture. They're not Christians. They're just another cult that think they are, and they actually ruin the name of Christianity. Typical, as usual. So, as for the unvaxxed, and if you are following the law, you won't be vaxxed. You won't need to be. Why? Because the blood cleanses you, you're saved, nothing's going to harm you. You're a separate kingdom. You expect persecution. This is what the Bible promises. Jesus promises that. Timothy promises that. Paul promises that. You're going to be persecuted on every level, from your family to your work colleagues to everything. And if you can't take that, then perhaps you need to get in prayer and ask the Lord, well, um, what am I going to do? Because he'll tell you. You submit to him only. Listen, when you became born again, I quote, if you actually ever were, right? And I say this because loads of people are not born again of water and spirit. If you actually went to that water and you were baptised properly in water and you came up and you got the Spirit of God inside you, you will know straight away that you are saved. You will know straight away you belong to the Most High and nothing can touch you. Things are going to get hard. And I've told people this six months ago. This is what's going to happen. And what's going on on TV is happening. Now these people are told. Will they admit I said that? Probably not. But they've been told. And that's what matters. Okay unvaccinated people are going to get segregated in the uk nhs workers have been told as they've been told in america in the military um nhs workers have been told if you don't get vaccinated you're going to lose your jobs in a u.s military i saw yesterday uh was it the day before u.s navy seals have basically been told if you don't take the vaccine you're getting kicked out this is how they treat their own right because they don't care they want everyone to submit to the system, a one world order. This is what President Bush said back in 20, 2000. A 
one world order. Everyone under the same umbrella. There's going to be wars between now and that point. And I guarantee Russia versus the West is going to be one of them. I know for a fact there's going to be a war between Russia and the West. Guaranteed. That's going to happen some point in the future. As much as Revelation 8 is going to come into pass where there's an asteroid that's going to hit the Earth, that's going to hit the Earth towards the end of 2029. There's going to be an asteroid that will hit the Earth. A lot of prophets have said that's going to happen. A lot of people have had dreams about that. And when I saw this guy online about prophecy about Revelation 8, Wormwood, uh, the asteroid, you know, the spirit lit up in me that that's going to happen. Right? I'm not going to be here then. Right? I'm going home by tw early 2025. And if you're thinking, what do you mean you're going home? The Lord told me um, last February time, March time, when I asked him, well, I want to know when I'm coming home. And in my dream, the Lord said four years. Now, people say, no, I don't accept that. Well, accept it because I'm going home. Um, how can I back it with scripture? 2 Kings 6, when God spoke to Hezekiah, God said to Hezekiah, I'll add 15 years to your life. Because he asked. And I've asked, and I've been told. Well, remember, remember what Jesus said, if you ask, it will be given to you. If you ask, it will be told to you. If you knock, the door will be opened to you. If you don't knock, it won't be open, will it? This is the problem with a lot of Christians. And I don't say I don't say these things to people a lot of the time because the Lord has told me, be careful who you say to people about your visions and dreams. That's between me and you, Steve, and that's what's been given to you. But be careful because pigs will tread pearls into the ground, and they have. I've told one person it upset me because he literally treaded that pearl into the ground. And also I told you, what I've given to you is, is very personal. Be careful what you share. So... I'm not boasting on me. Everything's about Jesus. What I've been given, I share with people. If they don't want to accept, that's fine. But the bottom line is this. What you see going on in the world right now is going to get really bad. right? To the point where there'll be a portion of society, saved and unsaved people, will be segregated. They will be bullied. They will be spat at. They will be beaten up. In America, there was riots in Boston of vaccinated versus unvaccinated people attacking each other. right? This is just the beginning. Right? 2 Timothy 3, 3 4. 2 Timothy 3, just read 2 Timothy 3, and this is what people are doing now. They'll turn against people, nation against nation, man against man, right? This is what their agenda is, and things are going to get really tough. I can't, I'll, keep, I'll keep expressing that, because it's going to be get really tough. You know, I can sit here all day and say, this is what the Lord showed me. Everything the Lord has shown me has come to pass. And also what he's shown me, that at one stage in the future, for you to go out and buy a loaf of bread, you'll need a vaccine. If you haven't got that, you can't. And also what the law showed me was they'll put in some countries, not in, maybe not in this one, but in some countries, these people will be put in camps. They will literally be put in massive big camps because you are a danger to those who have been vaccinated. That's what makes me laugh about this whole thing. And people are that stupid. They believe it. Proverbs 12 says people are stupid. And Proverbs 15 says people are gullible as well. They believe anything. You know, they create a vaccine, right, for a virus. You put the vaccine inside you. Your body builds immunity to it. Therefore, you don't get sick. But for some reason, now they're saying that when you take the vaccine, you're still open to it. You can still spread it. So you take a second dose, a third dose. I mean, that can go on forever, can't it? Fourth, fifth, sixth, seven, eight, ninth, tenth. Every year you get a booster. You see? Because it's a massive, big, dangerous bug. It's a danger to unsafe people that are sick. But if you're in a healthy state, it's not a danger to you. I've met so many people that have recovered from it. Right? Why are you submitting to a system that's implementing fear? This is where Romans 13 comes into play. We are to respect the authorities and the laws of the land, right? But the governments, when they start changing laws, which this government did and America did, they just started changing laws and making laws without voting anything in Parliament, without actually bringing it to anyone's attention. They just changed it. This is now where God's laws override. 
because what they're doing is they're bringing laws in that are not only unfair and unjust, but so they can dictate to your life what you can and can't do. That's not godly, and that's not law-abiding. That's what they call like a dictatorship. So they, the West accuse Putin of being a dictator all the time. Well, actually, no, he's not a dictator. He's a man that you just won't bully and you won't mess with. It's the same with Trump. Trump was prophesied to come into um, the government in America to make America great. But American people didn't want greatness. They wanted wickedness. So they got rid of him and brought Biden in. And now they're starting to regret and hate Biden because he is evil. Completely wicked evil. I saw the other day, which has just made me laugh and cringe, right? The first ever transgender Navy admiral got sworn in in America. And I'm just thinking, what? What would all their men say back in the 50s? They're turning their graves, wouldn't they? But this is God mocking America. It's an abomination. It's wickedness. And God is mocking America as much as he's mocking the UK. I did that in a previous podcast. So look, my brothers and sisters, listen to me. You are to listen to Jesus. You are to follow him, submit to him. You're not to take a vaccine. You're not to do as they do in the world. You're a separate child of separate kingdom. You don't fear anyone when you think. It's very simple stuff, right? If you said if you said to me, which I've heard a few people say, the Lord told me to take the vaccine. No, he didn't. Back that up with scripture now, and you can't. I can back it up with scripture for those who don't take it. Revelation 6 and the book of Exodus when the Hebrews got taken out of the land of bondage and the blood was put above the door. If you're born again, John 3, 5, you're baptised in the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit for remission of sins and the gift of the Holy Spirit. As you come up, guess what? The Spirit of God can now enter you because you're cleansed and you're brand new and you've died to your old self. This is what it all means. But people say, I don't need to do that because they're religious. They don't see it spiritually. In my opinion, they don't belong to God anyway. Right? Millions of people are going to hell and they are Christians as much as non-believers. Remember what Jesus said about the path that leads unto life and few will ever find it. But the gate that leads to destruction is wide and broad. Millions are going there. So here's a good example. A path that leads to heaven is one foot in front of the other and a 10 meter gap between you and the person in front. Right? But the path that leads to hell is three times the size of the M25 in London and there are millions on it. Basically, that's what's going on. That's what's going to happen. This is what Jesus talks about. But most of you, what I see with Christians is what they do is they get the Bible and they, they basically tear out the pages they don't want and they keep the ones that appeal to them. This is 2 Timothy 3, 4. When you listen to that, they just itchy ears, they turn to what they want to hear. Mark my words. Unvaccinated people are going to get persecuted. They're going to get segregated. The government's going to come after you. They'll shut your life down. Eventually, they'll take all your possessions off you. They'll stop you from driving your cars because you can't get tax, you can't get fuel, you can't get insurance. They'll just shut your life down. Are you prepared to give up all these things? If you submit to the system and the things, the love for the Father is not in you. That's 1 John 2 verse 15. Right? You are not to submit to this world or the system. You submit to God only. Do you understand? If you don't like what I'm saying, tough. That's my job as an evangelist. I'm very direct and assertive and I will not mix my words. I will never compromise. You'll never hear me compromise. Jesus made it very clear in Matthew 10, 34 to 38. I did not come to bring peace and love. I come to bring a sword. We know what swords do. They chop people in half. So, understand what he's saying. You submit to him. You don't submit to a system. If you submit to a system, right, I wouldn't want to be you, Judgment Day. Right? This person I met on Saturday who's dying of cancer, he had no faith in Jesus whatsoever. When I was talking to him, he says, yeah, I love Jesus, I have faith in him. No, you don't. 
you've taken the vaccine, you have cancer, right? You are worried, and I see the fear in your face. Christians do not fear death. I've known someone who's a Messianic Jew, supposedly, right? 40 years of extensive experience, full of pride and arrogance, and that's why the Lord has pulled me away. The last conversation we had face-to-face, -face, he was petrified about those Christians in Tunisia that were beheaded, right? He was, I could see it in his face, the fear that's pouring out of him. The spirit's not with him anymore because of what he did to the spirit a year or so before, two years before. I can't remember the time, but he basically denied the spirit in front of me and another brother because he was asked by the spirit to tell that story between me and another brother. And that's a separate thing I won't go into. But his arrogance and his fear that was coming over him, those Christians who died in Tunisia, they weren't fearful. I guarantee they were probably singing hymns and can't wait to go home. Honestly, the amount of testimonies I've heard about that, Christians who are being persecuted, and they've had guns in their faces, they've been burned at the stake, and they've got a smile on their face, because they know where they're going. There's no fear. If you look in the book of Acts, um, bear with me, I'll read this to you. Hang on. So, in the book of Acts 7, verse, well, basically verse 1 to the end, but I just want to focus on um, verse 59. Sorry, verse 60. Then he knelt down and cried out with a voice, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. So before he was even stoned, he fell asleep. So imagine Stephen before Paul and the mob about to be stoned to death. And Stephen said, I, I relinquish my soul into your hands, my Lord. Please do not charge them with this sin of what they're doing against me. He was taken before he even got stoned. He fell asleep. So if you belong to the Lord, why are you fearing death? Because you wouldn't. right? I guarantee you this. If you belong to him, you have no fear of death whatsoever. right? I do not. And if you're in a predicament where you're about to die, the Lord will take you before you even get the first rock hit. Sorry. S Stephen stood there, right? About to be stoned. And as he said these things, he fell asleep. So he was already gone before the first rock hit him. He didn't get beaten to death, did he? No. And you will not experience death either. Because as a Christian, you don't experience death. This is the whole point. For those who believe in the Son of God will have eternal life. John 16, John 14, 6. So those who believe in Jesus who are in him don't experience death. This is the whole point. When you're cleansed by the blood, you are redeemed through his blood. You do not die. Your body goes back to the ground and it sleeps in the ground. Hence the scriptures that so many people get wrong. Oh no, look, you sleep in the ground. No, your spirit goes back to the Father. Your body sleeps in the ground. So when we come back, our bodies are resurrected and we get our bodies new and brand new again. Eternal. No disease, no sickness, nothing. It's powerful, but I don't want to get into that. But this is what they miss. At the end of the Matthew, it says the body fell into a sleep. Yes, the body falls asleep, but your spirit goes back to the Father. You know, that time when Jesus healed the child and she's laying on the on the bed, right? And they said, she's dead, she's dead. And Jesus said, no, he's not dead. She's not dead. She's asleep. The body's asleep, but the spirit's with the Father. He can command the spirit to come back in a split, of a, a split second of an eyelid, right? Look at scripture in context. People don't, and they don't see it spiritually. That's the, that's the thing that scares me. They don't see it. So, you are not to fear death. And if you're walking with the Lord, you won't fear death. And if you're worried right now what I'm saying to you, it's quite simple. Get into prayer and ask the Lord to show you what I've told you. You must be born again of water and spirit. Take yourself to your local church right now. 
get to yourself to your pastor and tell him you want to be baptised in water. If he doesn't baptise you and makes excuses, anyone can baptise you. I can baptise you. Obviously, if you're in America, it's a bit difficult. You get all the way over here and be baptised. But an evangelist, anyone who's a man of God, can baptise you in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, for the remission of sins and the gift of the Holy Spirit, straight down up. That's it. All right. Next stage is the Spirit will enter you. This is The Spirit cannot enter you unless you've done that. Just cannot do it. Finished. The burial is very important. So, my brothers and sisters, do not fear what's going on in this world. We are respect the authorities, but when the law starts to make up its own laws, and as wicked people, and this sort of thing I mentioned on before, that the, the government we are to respect, this is Romans 13, we are to respect the authorities, but when the authorities start making laws, and especially the, the current law in this country, where it's very left, very woke, very anti-God, anti-this, anti-that, they're making laws up as they want to control you. No, then God's laws override them. You don't come under that. You don't submit to that. You've got to look at the Bible in context. You know, this, our society today is very left-wing, very woke, anti-God, pro-gay, pro-pedophile, pro-this, pro-that, right, which are all an abomination, right? We are to love the person who's a, a homosexual, but we do not love what they do. And God is the same attitude. He loves the person, but what they do is an abomination. If they live in that and continue that, they will go to the lake of fire. Make no mistake. Same as the liar, same as the blasphemer, the curser, the fornicator, the adulterer. If you're living in these sins and you die in it, you'll go to hell. And if you think you're a Christian living like that, you're not. It's like when I heard about the Catholic Church and the paedophile thing that's been going on right now and it's all been covered up as per usual. I said to someone, if you're a Christian, you would not do that. No Christian is a paedophile. These are religious people that are living in religious ways. They are not Christians. If they don't repent of it, they are going to wish they were never born. The torment that they will go through forever is beyond your imagine. So don't worry, they're not going to escape judgment. They're going to be dealt with, including that Pope. Because that Pope is not working for God, he's working for Satan. Because <coughs> he's the one covering it all up. Anyway. So Father, I want to pray over this message that Lord, please, people, listen to you. Listen to your instruction, listen to your wisdom, listen to your love, Lord, in the word of God. I pray in Jesus' name that people listen to you. They submit to you, which is your first commandment, Lord. The first commandment was, love me with all your heart, soul, and might. And love your neighbor as yourself, which holds all the Ten Commandments and all the prophets together. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, people listen to your two great commandments, along with all the other 254 different do's and don'ts in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts. That you have conditions, Jesus, that need to be met. And I pray, Lord, that people will meet these conditions without compromise. If they compromise, they don't belong to you. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, for your spirit to pour out over these people, over this message, to listen to you, to submit to you, to not worry about the system, because everything that goes on in this world is irrelevant. I cannot wait to be with you, Lord, and most of these people should have the same attitude. I pray in Jesus' name, Father, that people listen to this and submit to you, Father, in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. Good afternoon my brothers and sisters in Christ and good afternoon to those in the world that are not of Christ. Today I'm just going to talk a bit about COVID-19, um, the new strain that's come out in the world that's apparently evolved from Africa or South Africa. You know, this is basically me and my what I see in the spirit and what I've been shown in the spirit by the Lord. So if you don't want to listen to it, just turn off, but this is basically how I see things going and how the Lord has shown me things are going to go. I've got a, uh, a pod, I've got an um, episode on here called Prophecy. 
um, and I talk on there, which I have done today, about um, the prophecy the Lord has given me. Visions and dreams, but anything the Lord wants me to pass on to you, I, I, I've told, I speak on that. So I'm not claiming to be a prophet, and I want no glory whatsoever. All the glory is for Jesus, and I've made that clear in many of my podcasts. Um, but today, I just want to mention on here that, you know, this new strain that's come out in South Africa, I knew it was coming. The Lord told me it was coming. And they can do this for years and years and years to come, right? They can do this forever. Because if you think about it, for the last 50 years, we've had a common cold, right? A common cold is a, a form of viruses were actually linked to the COVID viruses. Um, they, there's a specific word for them. They're all pretty much the same family. And they say they evolve and become more dangerous. Well, that might be so. But the fact is this, the common cold has been around for a long time. You get, you know, the first symptoms are you get a blocked nose, you get a runny nose. I noticed towards the last, like the last few years, I think about three years ago or four years ago was the last time I had a cold. And that was because I was extremely stressed and down in the, in, in the spirit. And this was before I come to Christ, actually. I've been a Christian now five years. So say, let's just say five years ago before I come to Christ, I had a cold. And because you're down, your immune system's down and you get this cold. Right, and then the symptoms I noticed first was a blocked nose, a cough, and then later on a sore throat, and then you get a chesty cough, and it, it's like it's all in stages, you know. And it takes about for a man at a time, maybe seven to ten days to fully be recovered from it. If you are sick, it'll probably take you longer. And the thing is, most people today are sick, they're very sick in the West, and our diets are her uh, her our diets are terrible. You know, we suffer from environmental stresses, mental stresses, physical stress. You know, our way of life is so fast. You know, everything's on a mobile phone. You know, you're pumping your body through of EMF radiation. You might think it's not important, but it is important because it's not normal. You know, and they want to control you like lab rats. And this is where COVID-19 comes in. You know, and it's being created. God's judgment is upon the earth. Now, this new strain that's evolved, apparently, I knew it's not evolved. It's all part of the plan to get everyone to submit. They can drag this out now for years to come, right, and pump the fear of it into everyone. And this is where a Christian comes in. If you are born again, and if you are spiritually led by the Lord, and you know that you are in the Lord, you don't, you don't fear anything of the world, do you? You know, it says in the New Testament, don't be, don't be afraid of them that can destroy flesh. But be afraid of he that can destroy flesh and spirit. So in other words, what the Lord is saying is, don't be afraid of those in the world that destroy flesh. So what? Your flesh is going to die anyway. Be afraid of he in heaven who can destroy you physically and spiritually. You know? So our fears are not to be on this earth. And all of this rubbish I see in the world, it just makes me laugh. I look at it, I'm just not. I'm just so used to hearing so much crap, right? You know, I switch off half the time because I know what's coming. And COVID-19 will go on for years until they get everybody vaccinated. And when you look at it logically, it's pathetic, really. This is how pathetic humans are, right? And now God must just laugh at the whole situation. Because, you know, they've said that if you get COVID-19, you become immune to it after you've recovered, right? Okay, that's great. But you take the vaccine, say, that doesn't stop you from getting it. It doesn't stop you from transferring it, Right? So you can still get sick. And now they're talking about booster shots every year. I mean, they initially said you only need one shot, one, one vaccine, that would be the end of it. Now they're saying you need a second shot, a third shot, and then booster shots. I mean, it's just laughable, isn't it? And if you're one of these people that that's that gullible to believe that this is all for your own good and good health, 
you are you are completely deceived, right? They want you to submit and do as you're told. That's what they want. And all the ones that don't submit to that, Christian or not, they will crush, as in financially. They won't come after you with guns to your head. Some countries will. But in the West, they won't do that because they're so, they're so politically correct, but they're so westernized and so humane focused they wouldn't do such things well no they won't but what they'll do instead is they'll go after your finances they go after how you live they go after your home the mortgage you've got the rent they go after the way you shop the way you drive a car everything they'll just go in through the back door because that's how sly and pathetic they are these western nations the uk most parts of europe um america canada australia new zealand they're all wicked right and god's judgment is upon them all however you look at look at russia and them countries around there god will bless them nations greatly because they're totally against this gay movement they're totally against how people treat one another as in trying to do what they want allowing migrants in to do what they want when they want you know allow allowing pagan gods into their countries pagan gods islam buddhism hinduism you go to russia and all them eastern Baltic european countries they don't allow muslims in well they do but they allow them in to work and they don't allow them to bring their own cultures and to take over like they have in the uk and america i mean london's practically a muslim state it's just disgraceful i've said to people 20 years from now the uk will be an islamic state guaranteed that's how wicked this country has become so covid19 is just an, an instrument being used to get you into a way of life into uh what you call the best way of describing it into a way of life to basically be prepared for the way of what's coming, which is the mark of the beast, many years ahead, right? And you will submit to that. I mean, like I said, even if I wasn't a Christian, I wouldn't take it. Why? Because I'm not a guinea pig. Who are you to tell me to take this, right? There's no proof in the world that these vaccines are working. They're not. They're actually saying, well, the first one didn't work, so you need a second, you need a third, you need a booster. I mean, come on, man. You know, as far as I was concerned, when you took vaccines for Ebola in Africa, you take the first vaccine, right? There's not a second, a third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seven, eight, ninth, tenth. You take it and they say, well, it lasts about 10 years and you may need a booster. But actually, no, that's not right because your immune system's already adapted if you're fit and healthy. So this all comes down to you as the individual. If you are unhealthy and sick, and if you were born with that being genetically, I understand that, that's the fall of man from Genesis. But if you have allowed yourself to become sick through poor diet, which is 80% of the um, problem most of the time, you know, high amounts of sugar, high amounts of bad fats, no good fats, no um, natural foods like red meat, white meat, eggs, poultry, you know, vegetables. If you're not getting these things in your diet, who's to blame? Is it God? Is it the government? No, you are to blame. So you're the one that's getting sick. When I got saved, Right When I first came to the Lord, I was very sick. I was on the verge of literally death. And I won't go into my testimony now, but part of it was the Lord became my personal nutritionist. He told me and showed me through a vision the five foods that he wanted me to remove out of my diet. And that was wheat, barley, oats, rye, and sugar. Because all these foods, when you eat them, the body basically breaks them down into sugar to be pumped into your cells. Because of my liver situation, which I've still got now, and the Lord is keeping me there for many reasons, as he kept Paul with a thorn in his hip, as he kept Moses with a stutter that he had. He's keeping me there for a reason. And you, if you knew scripture, you know exactly what I'm about to talk about. We need to be dependable on the Lord all the time. And if we're in perfect health, we don't need him, do we? So he keeps us in state sometimes 
to depend on him because of how we can be. I know exactly what I could be like if I didn't have God ha uh, hanging over me in a sense or keeping me in check because of the character this flesh can be. So that's how the Lord uses it and how he will deal with it. COVID-19 is just, as you will know, if you're spiritually led, which if you're not, I feel sorry for you because you're not going to see half the things I'm going to see, probably not all of it. You don't have the relationship I've got or spiritual people have because things are going to change. And like I've said countless times, what you see come ahead of you in the UK and America is just going to get worse. I was watching a clip today in America about the fuel prices when Biden got involved. So when Trump got in, when Trump left um, his term, the prices per gallon was $1.88, I think, in one of these states. Within a few months of him being in charge, Biden, it went up to $2.45 and then went up to as much as $3. Are you being serious? And you're telling me that Biden's a great, um, great uh, influence on America? No, he's not. He's a complete abomination. But this is what you guys wanted, wasn't it? You wanted someone who is wicked. Not all of you. But Trump wasn't perfect, but he actually made America great. Anyway, that's a separate thing. So, like I said at the beginning of this, this COVID thing will go on and on and on. And if you can see that, they'll just, every year they're going to make excuses. Oh, there's a new strain and it's turning people into zombies and they're coughing blood and they're doing this and they're doing that. It might be so. But as a Christian, you're not to submit to that. You're not to fear that because you're a Christian. You are to walk with the Lord. And if you are walking with him, you'll see this rubbish and these lies. And you won't submit to it. You're not to submit to it. You know, the bottom line is this. If you are a Christian, a real believing disciple of Christ, you will see everything I've said. You don't need me to tell you. You won't submit to it. Sadly, many Christians are going to submit to it. Because they are sadly probably not even following the Lord. They think they are, and especially religious ones. They wear the name tag, but they don't accept what Jesus says. They say they do, but in their hearts they don't. This is what Jesus said himself. Your lips honour me, but your hearts are far from me. So they'll tell me and you, oh yeah, I love Jesus, I love Jesus. And in your spirit, you're discerning they don't. They're just talking rubbish. These people are going to hell. Jesus makes it very clear in the book of Matthew about those who confess his name. He says, how you treat the least of one of my brothers is how you treat me. So when you see so-called Christians treating each other like garbage, you're treating Jesus like that. When people come against me and say they're Christian, but they're quite offensive and nasty behind my back, I say to them, you say you love Jesus, or you don't. You don't love Jesus, you love Satan. And then they get upset, right? Because I say to them, how you treat me as a disciple of Christ, an ambassador of the Most High, and I've had believers say to me later on, the Lord has come to them in prayer and said to them, say sorry to Steve, because he belongs to me, he's one of my faithful. And I've gone, wow, I've had that several times. Powerful. Right? How you treat one another is how you treat Jesus. So I'm going to leave it there. And just to sort of add on top of this, that things are going to get tough, guys. We are to pull together as brothers and sisters. We are to pray fast for one another. And we are, if you've got the gift of tongues, use it. Because it's powerful stuff in the eyes of the Lord, you know, as weapons against the enemy of this world. So please, my brothers and sisters, love one another, encourage one another, and submit to Jesus and do as you're told. Because if you do as you're told and follow Jesus, and that is love, following him, his love is not what we understand. right? He warned about hell because he loved you, but he's got no hesitation in allowing you to go there if you walk in sin. 
So God bless all of you. I pray in Jesus' name, Father, of this message that people, Lord, they listen to you, they submit to you, Lord. They understand it's COVID-19, Lord. It's going to be extended. It's going nowhere until people submit. We are not to submit. We are not from. We are not of the world. We're from it, but we're not of it. And we are to follow you. Christians who submit to this and make excuses by taking a vaccine, Lord, you've already made it clear to me in the dark, those who belong to me will not take the vaccine. So therefore, if we belong to you, Lord, we don't submit to the world, we follow you. I pray in Jesus' name, Father. Amen. God bless you all. Bye.